You're listening to Time in the Word. The author of Hebrews writes, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. In today's message, Jesus' present work in ministry, Dr. Gonzalez will consider several New Testament passages that reveal to us Christ's present ministry. Let us listen as he points out that the Lord Jesus Christ is ruling from his heavenly throne, directing and empowering his church, interceding for believers, preparing a place for us, receiving the souls of those who die in him, and being praised by angels. Dr. Gonzalez ends the message by asking the following, As Christ is doing all this for us in heaven, what are we doing for him on earth? What is Christ doing now after his first advent, after his resurrection and ascension? What is Jesus doing today? We're going to spend some time looking at several passages, six particular ministries that we're going to be looking at. It may not be an exhaustive list, but it'll be a pretty good list of uh, ministries and works that we know Christ is doing today because they are spoken of in the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14. The author of Hebrews says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. Jesus is spoken here by the author of Hebrews as our, the believers, the Christians, great high priest. The first ministry that I want to point out, or the first work, present work, that Christ is doing today, is He is ruling from His heavenly throne. First passage I want to look at is in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9. And this is what Paul says in that passage. Therefore God exalted Him to the highest place and gave Him the name that is above every name. Christ, after his death and resurrection, and once he ascended, was placed in the highest place, was ascended to the highest place, and was given the name that is above every name. That passage clearly implies, and we know that it clearly implies what I'm about to say, because there's many other passages that corroborate that, and we're going to look at a few of them, clearly implies that Christ who is ascended to the highest place and has the name that is above every name, is the person who today rules from his heavenly throne. Christ is active in the world today. Christ is active in the life of the church today. Christ is active in the life of every individual believer today. And it is because of Christ that we as Christians have the ability and the power and the authority to do what we do uh, uh, for the kingdom of God. Let's look at another passage. 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 22. Listen to what Peter says. I'm going to actually start before that because the sentence starts before that. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to start in the latter part of verse 20 where it says, In it only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water, and this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also, not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God. 
and and we know we're not going to spend time talking about that because that's not the subject today. But we know that the baptism that is spoken of here uh, is not water baptism that saves. It's 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 the baptism. Uh, of the Holy Spirit when a person is born again uh, into the family of God. And then he goes on to says, It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, listen, with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. Listen, Christ today is ruling from his heavenly throne and we are told that he is in heaven at God's right place a place of authority a place of honor a place from which he rules the entire created universe and has angels and authorities and powers in submission to him the entire world, the entire created universe, it is, is that which Christ rules from the heavenly throne which he's seated at today at the right hand of God. So one of Jesus' present work in ministry is ruling from his heavenly throne. Secondly, there's more passages that there, but we don't have the time to look at them, look at all of them. The second work and ministry uh, that Jesus is doing presently is directing and empowering his church. Directing and empowering his church. First passage I want to look at is Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. And this is what Jesus himself said. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. You see what Jesus told Peter? Jesus told Peter that upon the rock, and I believe from the study of the Word of God, that the rock is obviously not Peter, for it is a different Greek word that is used uh, for Peter and rock, but it is Christ and the confession of faith that are that rock on which the church is built. But notice who it is that builds the church. Listen to the verse again. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Christ is presently directing and empowering his church. He is the one who is the foundation of the church. He is the one who builds upon himself that church. He is the one who keeps the powers of darkness from overcoming the church. He is the one that directs and empowers the believers within the community of God to do the work of God for the kingdom of God. Another passage that I want to look at is Acts chapter 1. And I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. Did you hear that? 
Christ had given, after he had been taken up, which is, you know, at his ascension, and at the time of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was given, and the time any person from that point on, when they make their profession of faith, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, Christ gives instruction to every believer through the Holy Spirit concerning life, concerning the works that He has prepared for them to do, concerning anything and everything pertaining to the life of the church. Christ today, Christ today, through the Holy Spirit, to you as a believer in Christ, is currently directing and empowering His church. Remember the famous statement of Paul, I can do all things who, through Christ who strengthens me. Christ instructs the church, Christ empowers the church to do His work and His will in the world and on earth today. A third work and ministry that he's currently doing is he is interceding for believers. Do you know, do you know, saint, that Jesus Christ today prays, intercedes for you to the Father from the throne from which he rules this universe. You have God, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, praying for you, believer. Do you know that? Let's look at a couple of passages. Hebrews chapter 2. And I'm going to be first reading verses 17 and 18. Hebrews 2, 17 and 18. For this reason, he had to be made, made like his brothers in every way, and it's talking about Jesus. In order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God. And that he might make atonement for the sins of his people. Now I'm going to jump to chapter 7 and look at verse 29. Remember what we just read and listen to what he says here. Therefore, and remember, he had to be made just like us so that he could relate to us in our sufferings and in our earthly existence. Therefore, he is able, because of those things, to save completely those who come to God through him. Listen, because he always lives to intercede for them. Jesus Christ today prays for all of his children from his heavenly throne to the Father. Another passage I want to look like look at, first John chapter two. First John chapter two. These are great passages that you ought to either write down or commit to memory. First John chapter two, verse one, because they will strengthen you in time of need. They will allow you to understand your God and your Lord and your Savior much better, and it'll allow you to understand how it is that He works presently today in your life. 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. No, that's actually not the passage I want to look at. I might have... Let's see. Oh, yeah, it is. My dear children, I write this to you 
so that you will not sin. Listen, but if anybody does sin, listen, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense. Jesus Christ, the righteous one. Listen, when you sin, and Christians occasionally sin, and Satan comes and accuses you because you have just sinned, Jesus Christ intercedes and makes a defense on your behalf with the Father. And you know what Jesus says? Yes, Father, though it is true what Satan says that you're, that, that, that John or Mike or Mary or Steve sinned, it is also true that that sin has been paid for, for I died for that sin, and I have shed my blood, and that person's sin has now been covered by my blood. Christ is currently interceding and making a defense on our behalf before the Father. That ought to be a source of great encouragement for every believer because, listen, we're not out there on our own. We weren't saved and thrown out into the world and told or said to survive. God has given us, in fact, Peter tells us, God has given us the, everything that pertains to life and godliness. In fact, we know that we have within us living. We know that we are the temple, the sanctuary of God, the Holy Spirit. We have God, the Holy Spirit, living in us. And in addition to that, we have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in heaven, sitting at the right hand of God, today interceding for us, praying for us, making a defense for us before the Father. We are never on our own as believers. We are always, always in the presence of God and God is always present in and with us. A fourth one, what is Christ currently doing today? Well, another one of Jesus' present work in ministry is that He is preparing a place for us. John chapter 14, very well-known passage, chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. What is Jesus doing today? Jesus is in heaven preparing a place for you and a place for me. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. Listen. Jesus came the first time in order to be crucified, make payment for our sin, die as a substitute for you and me, pay the penalty for our sin, so that those of us who will trust in Jesus and confess our sin and repent of our sin might be made members or children of God. Our sins will be forgiven, are forgiven, and we have been born again. And Jesus 
ascended into heaven and today sits ruling from his heavenly throne today he directs and empowers his church today he intercedes for believers for you and me he prays for us he makes a defense for us and he's in heaven today preparing our future abode our future home where we will live forever and ever and ever can you imagine I mean can you even grasp the 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 profundity of such a statement that God himself would be in heaven preparing my place I mean I don't have just any architect I don't have just any contractor I have the master building my place in heaven. You have your master, your God, your Lord, and your Savior pre preparing your home, your place in heaven. That is what Jesus is doing today. That is part of his present work and ministry. Fifthly, Jesus is receiving, listen, the souls of those who die in him. You remember the story of Stephen? Acts chapter 7. And I'll start reading in verse 54. When they heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, listen, here's the key, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Part of Jesus' present work and ministry is that of receiving the souls of those who die in him. The moment, the moment that Stephen died after being stoned, at that moment, Stephen's soul was received by Jesus in heaven. You remember the statement that Jesus made to, to the criminal hanging next to him? This day you will be with me in paradise. That criminal had been converted. He had been born again. He had recognized Jesus for who he was and he recognized his own sinfulness and he repented and he was saved on that day, crucified on that cross. And when Jesus saved him, he told him, today you will be in paradise for me. Remember the statement that Paul made? Absent from the body, present with the Lord. What an incredible hope that we have to know that the moment that I depart this world physically, at that very moment, Jesus, Jesus, my Lord and my Savior, my God, is in heaven receiving my 
So, the last one I want to point out, not an exhaustive list. Sixthly, he is being praised by angels. Now, we're not going to be able to read the whole passage, but I want you to read it when you have time. All of Revelation chapter 5. Oh, I just want to point out a couple of verses, uh, but you will have to read the whole chapter to have the context. I'll start in verse 9. And they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. And then in verse, uh, going down to verse 12, in a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Listen. Today, Jesus is being praised by angels. Because of who he is, and because of the work that he has done on our behalf. So you might ask again, what is Jesus' Jesus's present work and ministry? He is ruling from his heavenly throne. He is directing and empowering his church. He is interceding for believers. He is preparing a place for his children. He is receiving the souls of those who die in him, and he is being praised by angels. Now let me ask you a practical question. If Christ is doing all this for us in heaven, and we only listed just a few things he's doing, but if Christ is doing all this for us in heaven, listen, listen, are you listening to me? What are we doing for him on earth? Are we as busy doing His work, living a life that will bring honor and glory to Him? Are we doing a great deal for Him as He's doing for us today?